Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest Investec FX podcast. I'm Chris Brand from the FX trading team, and I'm joined by Ryan from our economics team. Um, we're here to have a little chat about the latest developments in Parliament and the resignation of Boris Johnson. Ryan, it's been a pretty eventful few days. Um, do you want to just bring up to speed on what the latest is on the situation with Boris Johnson? Thank you, Chris, and good afternoon all. Um, so actually what we've seen uh, in the last couple of days is really the, the culmination of a, a chaotic few months for Westminster, uh, with obviously the government and well, certain members of the government and, and Boris Johnson being embroiled in a number of scandals, really seemingly uh, the latest one being what the Prime Minister knew about uh, Chris Pincher's conduct being kind of the, the straw that broke the camel's back. But for Boris himself, obviously, he's seen a tumultuous uh, last couple of days with an avalanche of government resignations. Um, at the last count, over 50 members of the government have resigned, including a number of obviously senior cabinet ministers, including uh, Rishi Sunak and Savid Javid. In terms of what's going on now and looking forward, obviously Boris gave his statement uh, at midday today, uh, which laid out his plans for him to stay on as leader of the party until a new leader is found. Uh, He's already been uh, reappointing cabinet posts uh, earlier this morning. But uh, this process is not going to be quick. Uh, More information on this is due next week with Boris suggesting a timetable will be laid out. But I think you have to consider that given the level of opposition against Boris, his position as kind of a caretaker in the meantime uh, could become untenable. And one potential alternative is that uh, the Deputy Prime Minister uh, Dominic Raab takes over um, as party leader um, until a more permanent solution is found. You may remember he did actually do that during the summer of 2020 when Boris was actually struck down by COVID. So that's where things are for the moment. I suppose just a quick summary or just a quick note of the the process from here on out, whether or not Boris stays or Rob steps in uh, whilst a new party leader is found, process won't be quick. Um, what effectively is going to happen from next week onwards is that Tory candidates will put their names forward to be leader. They will effectively go to uh, successive rounds of voting amongst the parliamentary party to effectively whittle down a uh, number of candidates to just two, um, and that will go then go to a subsequent vote amongst the wider Tory party membership. I think, firstly, the the whittling down of candidates should be a, a relatively quick process, but actually finding the final candidate more be m- more long-winded and may actually last into September. Ultimately, the Tories will be hoping for a new leader before their conference in October. Okay, so I guess we're kind of really not completely sure at this point how long Boris will actually stay in power as a caretaker. Um, One of the things I have read is the possibility of a no confidence vote by Labour. Is that something you see as possible? It's actually Starmer himself uh, stated that earlier on this morning. It is possible. Uh, You may remember back in January 2019, uh, Jeremy Corbyn actually brought one against um, Theresa May. But obviously to oust the government or to pass a vote of no confidence, they would need members of the Tory party to effectively vote against themselves, which for the moment, despite their displeasure with uh, Boris Johnson, would seem unlikely. I guess the other question is, basically, if Boris stays in power for the time being, what can he actually achieve during that period? 
does he want to kind of leave some sort of legacy behind where he pushed through tax cuts for everyone to make him look a little bit better and he has a, a nice legacy to finish with? Or is he going to be pretty much powerless in that caretaker role? I think that's actually an issue for for whoever is uh, leading in the interim, whether it's Boris or Rob, is effectively, as I said, the, the process of finding a, a new party leader is going to take some time and effectively going to be left with the government lacking uh, any firm direction in a time of notable headwinds for the economy, obviously cost of living crisis, inflation uh, and the ongoing war in Ukraine. The situation is eased slightly by the fact that Parliament actually goes into recess on the 21st of July until September. But nonetheless, kind of big changes, I suppose, particularly what people would be interested in is, is how economic policy goes going forward. And but ultimately, that's normally decided upon in the budget, which will be in the autumn. And by that point, hopefully we will have um, a new lead of the Tory party. But obviously, in the meantime, you were kind of uh, said there's a, a bit of a political vacuum. OK, interesting. I guess that kind of leads into the kind of what the fiscal policy might look like in the future, whether it be beyond this caretaker period and with the next um, leader. And also, how's that going to affect with EU relations? Yeah, it, that's a good point. Uh, so going back to it, that's, that's, I suppose, a key question that uh, the public is going, going to be asking is, is, is where policy goes from here. Obviously, uh, Nadeem Zahawi has been appointed uh, Chancellor, uh, and he is for the moment, and he at least uh, seems to be of the view or from what he said earlier this week, in, in terms of the possibility of a change in tack uh, on policy, uh, he did mention looking at uh, looking at uh, effectively putting to the side the planned corporation tax hikes in next year, um, addition to possibility of looking at VAT cuts, kind of fuel duty, income tax as well. So. Uh, a contrasting view to Sunak, who had been very much focused on uh, looking at fiscal sustainability um, or responsibility. Um, Zahawi, at least from his comments, seemed to be more open to adding more stimulus. But it is worth remembering that he is only Chancellor for the moment, and whoever becomes the, the party leader um, once the, the leadership contest has been decided, uh, they may look to... Um, reshape the cabinet and we could have a new chancellor at that point. So the, uh, I suspect the, the broad point here is we don't know until really we, we have a firm clue on who's going to be leader of the party. Um, on the subject of EU relations, I think if, obviously if you look at foreign exchange markets reactions so far today, uh, normally political chaos is typically met by sharp weakening in currencies. For its part, Sterling's remained actually relatively resilient and I think a couple of points here obviously Boris over the last couple of months has taken uh, certainly a more combative approach to relations with the EU particularly over the Northern Ireland protocol and I think markets are looking at this um, and looking at possibility that the new leader of the Tory party may be someone who has a slightly more conciliatory tone uh, with relations with the EU. Yeah, the market reaction was quite interesting today when the news first broke. We saw Sterling rally about 50 or 60 points on the initial headline, but he really hasn't sustained it. And we pulled back during the course of the afternoon. It does seem like this, the relief rally is kind of short-lived. And I guess the question is basically, 
what next and we're not really going to get those kind of answers until we get me a, more of a uh, a rundown of who's actually going to be the front runner of the leadership contest so i guess that probably leads into who is the favorite at the moment do you know who's uh yeah. on the betting that, that, it's, that, I, I totally agree with what you just said chris i, I think we're, obviously we, we've had these developments today um but the big uncertainty is over who will uh, likely take over for what it's worth, the picture at the moment is still very unclear, but hopefully uh, a little bit more clarity should present itself in the coming days, I, I suppose, as candidates begin to declare themselves. But in terms of where markets, or at least betting markets, are are currently positioning themselves, it is a tight race, but um, the Defence Minister, Ben Wallace, is currently favourite. But... Former Chancellor Rishi Sunak is running a very close second. It's probably worth remembering that if you look at kind of past Tory leadership races, they've been notorious for the favourite not winning. Boris Johnson being obviously the recent exception uh, to that rule. Yeah, I thought it was interesting yesterday when um, Sajid Javid made his uh, speech in the House um, and Rishi Sunak didn't. I thought it was very interesting that he was willing to stand up in front of everybody and make his speech it did kind of show that he was trying to maybe get himself ready for that leadership contest and uh, put himself out there a little bit. And it was quite a passionate speech. So yeah, yeah, I think, it was. He, I think uh, he won a few, a few, a few people over. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he spoke very well. Yeah. Uh, ben Wallace would be an interesting one, um, especially with the UK war, I guess he's kind of, uh, that's why his name's in the hat. Um, but yeah, there'll be a few runners and riders, I'm sure. And it'll be interesting in the next few days. Um, I guess for our side and on trading side, we're looking at some of the levels in uh, sterling. It's a bit tricky at the moment because we're obviously very low levels already. Um, I guess the market doesn't like uncertainty and depending on what happens in the next few weeks, you might get a bit more uncertainty. So I guess we're looking for that downside kind of levels. The previous layer, 118.76 as the first line of support. I mean, the problem is if these kind of levels break around through 118, there isn't a lot of support until 114. So it could get under a bit of pressure in the days ahead. So um, definitely one to watch going forward. Okay, that's great. Thanks, Ryan, for your input there. Um, certainly been an interesting few days. Uh, definitely going to be a few more interesting days ahead. And uh, maybe we'll touch base again soon uh, when we see any further developments. Uh, thanks for joining us and please join us next time. <laughs>